0: and welcome back to another episode of reckless attack we're at Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Actual Play Podcast. My name is Nathan Lurs. I am your Dungeon Master on this fateful, combat-fueled evening. There's a lot going on with our party. We'll get to all that here in just a moment. But first, I think it's time to introduce all of my beautiful, perfect players who all they want to do is chain combats together to make them increasingly deadly, driving and fueling the fires. Of their heroism. To my left, we have...
1: Hi, I'm Sophie. I play Valeska Carter, the human asterisk cleric of the Arcana domain.
2: Is human asterisk going to be a race now? Yes. A variant of human. (laughs)
1: Absolutely.
2: Hey, everyone. It's Jonathan here playing Checkers, the Grung Druid, and his trusty frog pal Mango, who has not yet made an appearance, but in place of Mango, is a poisoned owlbear going into a unsuspecting grown camp and that is just fantastic but the point is checkers has made some choices and they have all been <laughs> correct and i refuse to believe otherwise Yo. So hi everyone my name is david and i play kaskrin brightmane the dwarven warlock but man it's really nice having a bunch of archers at your beck and call yep. that's pretty neat uh-huh you just do this all the time yeah hello everyone my name is steve I am playing Selv Asterlin,
3: the dragonborn monk from the Bingju Monastery. Last episode, we got to see Selv unleash his breath weapon. Yeah, the, that no cool was fun. Stuff. For the first non-cinematic time. Yeah, right. That was kind of more of a
0: flavor, yeah. little yeah. puffs mm-hmm. and whatnot. They, this was the full was, might.
3: Yes, trying to actually take some people out. Yeah. That was kind of fun. I'm excited I got to do that. And now I'm looking forward to that short rest so I can do that again.
0: Yep. <laughs> How's everyone feeling in or out of character about, oh, say, a scale of 1 to 10 to 20.
1: I give Val a 4 out of 17. Okay. (laughs) But it's not her hit points. I'll let you guess about that number then.
0: Uh -uh. (laughs) that confused me more but it adds mystery and I like mystery so Uh, spell slots Uh, 17 spell slots spell Uh
1: slots plus HP out of 17 oh Oh.
0: that is that is worse somehow
1: but Steve gets a point for guessing (laughs) right he does yay
0: no real points just like a whose line is it anyway points right Uh
2: Kaskarin is probably a minus 4 on a scale from negative 10 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, on, got the, it. on really the, the, emotional emo- yeah, the emotional level. Yeah, the emotional level. Yeah. Uh-huh. On the physical level, he's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Got he, it. He's
2: got, he's got like some slots. He's got some HP. He's fine. But he's really, really feeling that hurt. Yeah. I was going to ask, what? There's some Johnny Cash playing in the
0: background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we kind of get into it, Kaskarin saw this young guard. You said, hey, we need you to do a little better. We're all in this together. You saw him standing in the battle. You saw him be cut down. How's Kaskarin feeling as the snake falls from around him? Kaskarin
2: has obviously seen his friends fall in combat. Mm -hmm. But it has been years since someone has fallen because of his mistake. And he knows that it's his mistake. Deep down, he knows Kastogren almost, he takes a step in that direction before remembering that there are still two grung Mm -hmm. behind him. He cannot leave. But he takes him and has to forcibly stuff these emotions away, this regret, this anguish, into another part of himself to process later and then puts back on the calm, reassuring face, the face ready Mm -hmm. to fight because that's all he can do right now.
0: Yep lot of stuff going on, long and short of it. Around Kaskarin, there was a big constrictor snake that you guys successfully killed the rider of and now freed from its clutches. There are two grung right next to Kaskarin. There is a grung riding a lizard thing, sort of near Mango, who's up in a tree. And then by Selv, there are two archers who are kind of up in the tree who have been battered around just a little bit. Am I missing anything? Any questions for everyone, for anyone? I just want to see the constrictor steak. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Constrictor steak. It Uh, went really, went really great. Hey, fan artists, (laughs) use that prompt.
3: See where that gets you. Or, you know, that's the meal after the fight is the constrictor
0: steak. That's true. Uh, We already have established that Checkers likes to do his science via consumption. Yeah, right. In case it matters, checkers is in the tree, not mango. Mango does not exist. Yes, yet, so. I apologize. I misspoke. No, so, fine. mango, we decided had been left back yep. at the caravan, is not a part of any of these efforts. Yep. Just for anyone who was missing their dear large frog boy. Mm-hmm. So, I know I am. Selv, you have two grung. They are now in different trees, but they are still relatively within reach. You know that you have blasted both of them full force with the weight of your mighty dragon breath. What would you like to do? And they seem not feeling great. I'm not feeling great either. Mm, fair. Common thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: So what I am going to do is take my spear and I'm going to throw that at one of them.
0: Ooh. Cool. You have a spear? Or is it a javelin or a. It is a spear
3: that I picked up off of possibly some of the grung earlier. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. And
3: I'm fine with that. I'm going to attempt to hit him with a 19. Yep, that absolutely hits. And that's going to be a whopping three points of damage. Still up. Of course it is. (sighs) Because I rolled a one. Rolled a one. So I will be drinking a healing potion. And I will get back three, four, five, six, seven points. Nice. Nice. Seven hit points. So that was my bonus action.
2: Y'all are just doing too much potion baits healing. Like, we got to stop that. No. <laughs> it's full round action now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Draw. Great. And then lastly, I will be moving back into the trees to take some cover from
0: possibly got being it. shot at. You guys are like playing this weird cat and mouse game of jumping around the trees, getting cover, bouncing in and out of cover. Awesome. I will take cover behind some of the, tre- the nearby trees, and I'm actually going to get down to take cover, so to be prone. Ooh, okay.
1: Smart.
0: I like that. Does that cost any amount of your movement to drop prone? I think it does not. To no, drop, it's it doesn't a, cost. To stand up, it's half. That's kind of what I thought. To drop, I'm fine with, doesn't... again, you have enough movement. You're not yeah. moving that far away. But for, for our
3: that. listeners, what that does is it means that any ranged weapon coming at me uh, has disadvantage. Yes, very so smart. on the
0: dice. Lowest of two D20s. Yep. It is now the orange Grung, the Grung leader's turn. Uh, And of course, this is not the high overlord Grung, lest any of the around the table or any of our listeners forget. You all hear it yell out in its throaty frog language. Checkers, you specifically understand Mm -hmm. what it says. And it says, uh, get back to the camp. Retreat. We will regroup with the others and crush them. So what he is going to do, he is going to take one action, and he's going to once again...
2: <sighs>
0: Sorry for any listeners out there who I just uh, <laughs> really triggered. That's my bad. And is going to try and poison you, yep. being the kind of closest to him. Oh, and, and just to kind of reset the battle, the two archers that Selv is with what would be the closest to the camp since they were at range. Then it goes Cascarin with the other two riders, and then farthest in the back with the most ground to cover is this Grung Leader sitting on the Reptile Mount. Mm -hmm. So, it is first going to do a poison attack against you to bite a little bit of time. That is a natural one. We don't do anything particularly devastating for natural ones at the table yet. Ominous. So, this thing just kind of rears back and it's trying to do a lot of stuff. It's trying to handle its mount. It's trying to command all of this. Bits it at you almost as an afterthought sure. and misses wildly. But you and only you know what the plan is. Mm-hmm. And so you see it wheel its mount around and then move 40 feet, snaking around the combat. All the rest of you see this movement with dark vision, with light, all that stuff. You see it scream out something and it turn around and start sprinting back to the camp. And that is its turn. Now it is the two other riders' turn. They're cowards. They're not in melee with anyone because Val withdrew and took those attacks of opportunities. I'm going to say they're going to double move. They are going to move away from where Kaskarin is and is going to get close to where Selv is, actually. So everyone has kind of started moving back in that direction. The archers still haven't moved yet, but those two riders are now... All weirdly in the fray and sell out of nowhere. You you suddenly see enemies all around you. That is their turns. Kaskrin, you see all of this happening. What do you do? Yes. So I'm actually going to retcon something slightly. Yep. No problem. Um, so instead, well, of, I won't. I won't, yes, I'm not yeah, going to promise yeah, anything. Yeah, right. I'll hear
2: you out. Kaskrin almost loses control at the sight of his acquaintance, basically yeah. falling in combat, and he just. He charges towards the groups of fleeing Grung, channeling his anger, and he's really feeling the
1: mm-hmm. the
2: other dwarfs battle chant course through him now. Yeah. He's feeling the morning star giving him strength and, and resonating with his own anguish. He's gonna move twenty-five feet closer yep, got to it. the groups of fleeing Grung. And in that same movement, like a javelin thrower hurling their stick, he's going to cast Eldritch Blast and hurl it as hard as he can Love it.
0: to the nearest one. okay uh, are you targeting one of the riders yes I'm targeting one of the riders got it and one has been hit pretty hard and the other one is untouched which one would you like to I'm gonna hit the one that has taken damage okay
2: got it that's going to be a 17 on the die to hit but only
0: one point of damage what does it look like when you kill this <laughs> nice one point of da- guys what are you doing we got a boss fight, like, around the corner. Switch out your details. One, <laughs> one point of dice, that's not good. One point of damage, that's not going to do it.
3: I prefer to think of it as not wasting that yeah, I'm that saving
0: my, my high rolls for I mean It's very, whatever efficient, very to, efficient. Whatever
1: you need to do.
2: This grung on the way back is already stumbling and just about to fall off of his own mount. And this single javelin nicks him in the back of the leg,
0: and he yelps, and then loses his grip on his mount and falls to the ground excellent this was the blue grung that had slapped Val in the face several times or tried to and blinded her yeah it falls off the back of this mortal and the mortal immediately slows down and you can see it wobbling on its feet in the same way that you saw the previous captors and just stops in a daze and you know that in the next few seconds, it's going to collapse and pass out.
2: And Cass, when he yells at them, "You're not getting away that easily. Get back here and fight me!" Cas, Val, they're going back for the camp. We have to stop them. Checkers. Don't tell me what to do, Checkers. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> Val, you seem more reasonable. They're going to. <laughs> I'm you future. Very
1: casually, yeah. very yeah. casually. Cas like, is mad for something. I will, we'll figure it out. We'll Fine, Cas. I'll
0: talk to you later about it.
2: Checkers is going to leap through the trees and try to make his way closer towards the orange grung and the lizard, making one
0: last attempt to stop them before they get too far out of his reach. Okay. As a reminder, Mm -hmm. the lizard has taken quite a bit of damage. The rider
2: has taken no damage. Exactly. Yep. Sounds good. So he's going to try a maneuver that he tried earlier and try to pull the orange grung off of the lizard. Cool. to keep it from moving. Yep. Hopefully it works. Sounds great. Uh, I love that plan. With a fishing hook flying towards the orange grung.
0: I Love that image so much. Oh. oh,
2: no. Seven to hit. Nope. That's a miss. All right. Uh, this, this time, the fishing hook just sort of passes over the orange grung's shoulder and retracts back to the crossbow, and you just hear a, Get back here, you coward. <laughs> Bonus action. He is going to... Take a quick breather. He's going to use the second wind ability to regain some hit points. Ooh, okay. Seems good. I don't have a D10. All right. Uh, Okay, well, that was too much. Uh, Ten points of health returning
0: back to checkers. Excellent. (laughs) I feel way too better. much with my ten rolls a nine. <laughs>
1: huh, all right,
0: I have too many hit points. <laughs> right, ugh, as right. Everyone Checker, else is like,
2: "Checkers is feeling a like nineteen out of 19, In case anyone's asking, well, <laughs> good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Must be uh,
0: nice. Okay. Well, I'll,
3: look at Mister Fancy Pants. Yeah, right.
0: Uh, all done there. All done. Okay. The two archers are also going to start bounding, but they are not going to double move. They are going to single move and try to do some covering fire. So they are going to shoot once at Selv and shoot once at Kaskrin because they are the two closest creatures and also easily the only ones probably that they can see through all of the thick forest and all that stuff. First attack is going to be against Selv. At disadvantage. At disadvantage, yes. Thank you so much for reminding me. Nice. Nice. Two on the die uh, is the lowest one. So miss, and then it's going to be a straight-up roll against Mr. Kaskrin. And that is a one on the die. (laughs) I think that this is very, very telling where they are immediately breaking. The guy told them to get out, and they're like, oh, shit. They're uh, practically firing over their shoulder, not looking at where they're going. (laughs) as they are trying to hop away. So they move their full movement, which is about 25 feet out of the way, but they are still certainly close enough so you would be able to still keep an eye on them.
1: Val, being very far away, will move 30 feet, almost up to next to Cass, and then with a 60-foot range... Yep,
0: I think that's more than enough to hit anything.
1: She will cast Mind Sliver at the orange... Grung?
0: That is the one that's still kind of the farthest back mm-hmm. that Checkers is trying and failing to, yeah. to restrain. right? Got yeah. it.
1: So DC 13 intelligence saving throw. Not a
0: great intelligence roll on this guy. Rolled a one on the die. <laughs> Man, I wow. immediately get karma for giving you all shit about your ones. I apologize <laughs> to the dice gods. I'd like to issue... A formal apology. And I would also like to note
2: that base. Nathan has set all of his D20s on the
0: 20 side. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you yeah. gotta. That's, well, yeah. How else? You gotta weigh them down. So, I have done poorly once again. You have mine slivered. The There's golden grung.
1: Three points of damage, and he will have a negative 1D4 oh, for a saving throw. I
0: I misspoke. I believe the leader... The mm-hmm. orange grung has actually taken damage from Kaskrin. I don't remember <gasps> how it happened. Your archers.
1: Move yes. your archers up.
0: Oh yeah. So you have done you have done some damage to it.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, I was gonna say points. yeah, Kaskrin forgot about them in his anger and is now running. He'll remember them next time. Ca- yeah.
1: Val yells, Archers forward! Perfect. Will they shoot on my command? No. Damn it. CAST the <laughs> archers! What? Sorry about your
0: levels, everyone. (laughs) 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 This is round four of this combat, which is really cool. Most combats, I feel like they're two to three rounds, something like that. Uh, This one is just complicated enough. Sorry for anyone who doesn't like combats. We hope it's nice and fun, but also it's Mm D&D. You you, you get it. You know what's happening. So it is selves turn. I am going to say... Your attention is so far in the opposite direction and the sources of light are so weird and you're so focused that you're not even paying attention to what's going on on the other side of the battle. And so that will remain a mystery until the end of the combat. Self, it is your turn. Suddenly you are, I won't say beset by Grungs. There's a lot more around you than there once was. Are they
3: all on the ground?
0: There's the two archers who are up in the tree, and then there's one final grung mortal rider who is now on the ground running past you.
3: Do I know how bad Off-Fell is? Because there's probably trees and stuff in between, and and unless you shouted you needed help.
1: You may or may not have heard her scream in pain as she was stabbed with two spears, but she has made no... No calls. Cry for okay. help. Well,
3: if I if I look over there, there's there's nobody around
1: no. Val exactly. right now. There's like an unconscious giant constrictor. Yes. Which you might not uh, see Val. Val's short enough to hide behind it. That's true. As far
0: as you know, nope. All you see is just these three grungs all near you, clearly making a beeline back to the clearing. We need to not have them alert the camp. Well, there's an owlbear. Trundling that direction, mm,
3: yes, but it might buy you time. It's also different, though, of like, oh, there's an owl bear versus, oh, we're actually being attacked by a coordinated yeah. attack. Yeah, even a something. couple
0: extra seconds is is big. Yeah.
3: I am going to stand up first of all.
0: Oh, right, half your movement, and then half
3: my movement will actually get me directly behind the grung that yeah. is riding. I think with your speed, on the ground, no problem. Then what I will do is, I'm going to hit the grung a few times with my quarter staff.
0: Okay, that seems good. Seems like a quality choice. Yes.
3: So this will be the regular attack and then I'm also going to use my Oh, actually let me do this one at a time because I might flurry, I might
0: not. I don't yep, know. Yep, that right? makes sense. I think okay. that's smart. As a reminder to both you and the listener because it is riding something, the grung has just a little bit of extra cover, so a tiny bit higher AC. So
3: 13 to hit.
0: That is a miss. Just barely. All right.
3: Then I will spend one point of ki to do a flurry of blows.
2: Got it. Nice.
3: But whoops. So. Roll good. This will be two more attacks. Ugh, that's going to oh. miss. However, this is a 16 to hit.
0: That hits. That is going to be nine points of damage. Whoa. It is still up, but barely. It sees you coming and lets out a squawk and is able to dodge your first couple, but you see the way that it's moving. And then as it kind of pops its head around, your fist is already almost on the way or excuse me, I guess, I don't know, it it was your it's your staff is yeah. already on its the way to where it was going to be and smacks it and it is dazed and you see it almost lose its grip a little bit, but is able to hang on and is still fighting for consciousness. It is the leader's turn. I think it is once again going to not use its full move to try and buy a little bit of more time. But it is not going to try and attack checkers. Mm -hmm. It is going to move. And again, it's pretty fast. So 40 feet, which puts it pretty close. Not quite caught up to the rest of the group, but getting there. Its way is going to (gasps) is going to spit at Kaskarin. Since you are the next closest on the way, and right. clearly you have a big ol' hammer. And yeah.
2: Castron's not not even paying attention to him. like He's focused on <sighs> the fleeing grung.
0: That's a natural 20. Okay. But it doesn't do damage. It just hits you. <laughs> so right. roll me a constitution saving throw with advantage, please, being a dwarf. Oh, I needed that. That is a 20 constitution. You save. Because it was a 20, I'll say you still feel the the effects even though nothing really happens. It hits you full on and you are staggered just a little bit and you can feel it making contact with your skin seeping through your armor. It's a gross goopy thing that Val had stuck in her hair in kind of an unfortunate way. Still does in fact. Mm -hmm. And you feel like you are slowing down just a little bit all of your body is getting numb as if, like, you are losing sensation in your extremities a little bit. But that is as far as it goes. You are able to re-tighten your grip on your hammer and continue on being the hero that you are. That is the end of its turn. It is now the rider who is in melee with Selves' turn. He is going to use the dodge action and is going to try and move away. So, you so dodge or disengage? Disengage, yes. I apologize. I, I said it, and I was like, is that the one? There's, <laughs> there's a couple D words that work. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> so yes, he takes the disengage action and moves 30 feet away. But again, even your presence being there has slowed him down quite a bit and is not quite at the edge but is now getting close and is starting to croak just a little bit. Kaskrin, your turn. Kaskrin is losing feeling in his
2: toes and his feet and he almost stumbles forward. His stamina is draining as he's basically running through this forest trying to catch up with the last remaining grung. He charges forward in front of the lizard and the orange grung to head them off with another Eldritch Blast. He turns around and throws it at the grung that is nearing the encampment trying to get it before it can deliver its message. That is a 19 on the die for 24 to hit, dealing 7 points of damage.
0: How would you like to describe your kill, sir?
2: In much the same way where this grung is on this mortal and the mortal is basically hobbling towards the encampment trying to get away. There's just a javelin that pierces the grung in the back, and you just see it fall off and just like, whack, (laughs) 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 whack, onto the ground. We now have the new grung (laughs) death (laughs) sound. He turns around and faces the lizard and snarls at
0: him. You're not getting away either. Awesome. The grung looks wildly at you with its big jowls, bobbling as it is startled by your sudden ferocity checkers it is your go you are awkwardly positioned from everything where they just move 40 feet away from you mm-hmm. and you don't quite have that level of speed what are you gonna do checkers moves forward
2: closer to the rest of the party and he shouts out hey ugly no not you Casper,
0: and the other one <laughs> boom got him it got
2: is the orange grung close enough for another thorn whip, or is it just out of range? I
0: think it's... Uh, what's the range on 30 it? feet. Oh, then you're fine. All I right. thought it was a little shorter than that. If everything keeps moving the same speeds, cool. you'll probably be out next time, but here's hoping that doesn't happen. Right. For right now, it's not
2: moving quite quickly enough to r- get out of my Absolutely. range, so another jagged fishing hook flies towards the orange grung, hopefully this time actually getting it, but we will see. Come on, uh, checkers. 11. I'm going to double check. That's a miss. Thorn you are not working for me Damn. today. I know, I know. I, he uh, has so a
1: negative the- one for the save, too. I'm trying to set it up for you.
2: Ah, it's a, Roll it's a, the other die. It's yeah. a melee spell attack, unfortunately, for me, so uh, I just have to hit him. But... Bonus action. he is going to conjure up three more frog stones and put them in his hat. okay. his hat just like weighed down by these six stones. <laughs> yeah like, well, he's used he's used some of them already yeah. some uh,
0: of my views, and they disappear every time I conjure them. You so. can feel you can feel junior your yeah. frog familiar kind yeah. of like move to the other side of your hat to kind of counterbalance it a little oh, bit. I, I, I think like Junior's
2: the, your reload yeah, guy. Actually, <laughs> actually, what happens is when Checker reaches his hand up to pull a frog stone, Junior just hands one over to him. Perfect. I'm and just the,
1: imagining Checkers has, like little pockets in the inside of the, the flap of his tricorn, and then Junior just, like, when the stones get conjured, Junior just, like, organizes them. <laughs> and then is ready to, like, hand them off at a moment's notice.
0: Everyone's favorite barely-seen frog, Junior. <laughs> like
1: mm-hmm.
0: Stack of frogs. Wonderful. Well, yeah, it's still a stack of frogs. It's not the full stack. Yeah, not yet. But it is still, and he's, and, and Mango's still it's with It's a short stack. Yeah. Spiritually, it's mm-hmm. a short <laughs> stack. Hey...
1: Yeah, I got one before Steve could. <laughs>
0: right, guys, our show's great. Anyway. And turn. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so now it is the two
1: archers'
0: turn. I'm learning. Steve and we just thumbs up each other across <laughs> the table. <laughs> wonderful. Right. Right. <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> no, Okay. I do actually think that they're still going to be doing covering fire because I think I think they think that if they can just cause you to also pull back, that they'll be free and clear. So they are going to attack a Selve once more, and they are going to attack a Kaskrin. First, a Selve. That is a 18 to hit. Dang it. Four points of damage. <sighs> A two on the die to hit Kaskarin, which I assume is. is very off. They're going to be hopping for another 25 feet or so in between the trees. Can't move a full probably 25 just because, again, that's not how trees are spaced. They are continuing to move, and now they are, like, if they are not stopped next round, the jig is up. Period. And they're they, they are already starting to yell you checkers can hear that they're starting to say hey hey over here over here or yeah. excuse me on blue, over here <laughs> over here and are starting to try to raise the alarm yep. and I don't know if you can see anything further than that but they're starting to sure, try yeah. to raise an alarm of yeah, some sort right, okay right. Val
1: Val will continue running th- her full 30 feet forward I'm on the other side of self. that big raptor is very close. She didn't like that.
2: So Valeska is still, like, pretty far away from the the lizard.
1: Yes. Val is looking rough. She is not getting close to that lizard. Gotcha. Checkers, question. Uh Would Val know if Grung are particularly dexterous? Um,
3: Well, you you could probably base... Yeah, Anything I think just based off, off of what, check- what we've that's seen. What I'm, that's what
1: I'm yeah. asking.
2: Checkers is, and his species are, so I might say, he would say yes, of course. They're fairly all, dexterous. All, all grong are fairly dexterous okay. because he doesn't know about the other ones.
1: That's what I figured. Can Val, from where she is, see the archers? She has light on her.
0: They would have a torch. You could make them out. No problem.
1: Great. Mine sliver. Okay. Towards the one who is closer. I thought you
0: were talking about your archers your guys. I, that makes more sense.
1: Yeah, sorry. No, I up. am yelling at Cass in his mind because my link is still up like, Cass, what the fuck? Gass, get the archers.
2: I forgot about that. Or whatever
1: <laughs> swear word we have in this world. I'm using the worst ones.
0: Use, I mean, and she knows a lot of languages. so <laughs>
1: Yeah, you just hear Val like Man. rapid... Rapid swearing. Yeah, yeah. Foul, <laughs> foul, foul, once, once foul. would have
0: been okay. I could have forgotten it. Once, twice it was like ah. This would have made a difference. And Val,
1: as she's running mm. up, is still like archers forward.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you. But you can see. And what what I'll say is that they're moving that direction. They hear you say it, so are moving, but are not kind of doing mm-hmm. their full like attack.
1: And Val would closer. not have would not be yelling in that panicked voice. Actually, she would be more like authoritative, like mm, archers. Okay forward
0: (laughs) (laughs) excellent anything else you'd like to do
1: one of the archers has to make an intelligence saving throw
0: one they've both been injured pretty badly whichever one
1: is closer to the camp
0: oh okay they're they're both close so we'll do the one that's a little bit worse off perfect eleven he fails how would you like to kill him he had one hit point (laughs) One hit point from self throwing a spear at him. He rolled a one on the dice, and then it didn't. Anything die. else? Would yep. Have done anything it. else would have done it.
1: Val is too like in the moment to really differentiate when she's speaking out loud to when she's speaking to Cass via mind link. So Cass just hears her say a phrase he doesn't understand, but. Has the same rhythm Mm -hmm. of may you find the knowledge you seek as a bolt of energy goes past Cell's shoulder and just like disappears into the tree. Uh, And then a grung falls. (laughs) Okay. Archers forward. (laughs) Absolutely. And now, a word from our sponsor.
0: This episode is brought to you by A Foul Light Shines, a new free serial novel based on a D&D campaign. The Empire of Fire and Water has known 20 golden years of peace since the end of Agenion's War, a peace which is now in peril. When a ragtag group of friends intervene in a grotesque monster attack, they're too late to save a wounded man who leaves them with an encrypted journal and the words... Trust no one, Tair. Can the gang find Tair, escape the claws of more strange monsters, and uncover the lurking threat to the Empire before it's too late? This story features themes of found family and strength in diversity, and is available for free on Campfire and Royal Road. A foul light shines. Come for the fantasy. Stay for the cheese-obsessed goblin gunslinger. Dark Dice is a critically acclaimed actual play podcast brought to you by Fool in Scholar Productions. With over 20 awards in sound design, Dark Dice brings its horror-themed campaigns to life with snappy combats, terrifying monsters, and tons of original music. Each episode is only 45 minutes long and features an all-star cast of seasoned role players and first-time players alike, including folks you might recognize like Jeff Goldblum, Lily Pichu, and Jasper William Cartwright. Start with season one and follow the adventurers on their quest to investigate a doppelganger or jump into season two and listen to a news story about a terrible corrupting sound that infects all who hear it. Dark Dice is available for free. However, you listen to podcasts or at darkdice.com. So ask yourself, do you seek him. Top of the order. Self. There is an archer up in a tree and you see the leader squaring off against Kaskrin but clearly also headed this direction. What do you do?
3: I would like to run past the grung that casts threw his javelin at. Yep. And on my way grab my spear and I will Hurl it at the grung that is.
0: We're not paying clean. too close attention to ammunition right. and stuff here. I think it's cool as hell that yeah. Selv picks up the spear that he threw and then turns and whips it at another person. I think it yes. is cool as hell. So, oh, actually, because what happened that was the that was the grung that Val just killed. Yeah, right, so right. what happens is this grung falls out of the tree just like stone dead oh, from yeah, a brain yeah, explosion. Yeah, yeah. And then Selv runs up and pulls the spear out of it. It's like Rad. been stuck in the shoulder, it's just kind of a flesh wound. And you, and you're able to pull it out and hook it at the next one end.
3: and close a little distance and then throw it. So let's uh, roll better. My dice don't fail me now.
0: No, ah, that's an eight. No, that's um, not gonna so, do it. So okay, so.
3: I don't know if I have another because it's it would be a bonus action now to draw another weapon, right? No, because well, because I I picked up I picked up my spear, picking which is the free one to to interact with a weapon, right? I believe that's correct.
0: I think that might be true. Yes, okay, because it's free to drop it, but not right, right. And in your other hand, you would still have your quarterstaff.
2: Throw the quarter
1: <laughs> Do you have reach? <laughs> You're tall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Still only five
3: feet with the quarter staff. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's my next question is if I if I am close enough to, oh no, it would be the bonus action attack, right?
0: I'm fine with allowing that. That's no problem. I think it's cool as hell and like okay. whatever. That's we're, cool. We're gonna try to set a dice. <laughs> do
2: it. Do it. Do it. I'll yeah. Roll,
0: roll better and don't make me you know regret this. Oh. Well, technically well, better. It was technically better, so that's a nine to hit. Uh, no.
3: Yep. Heck. Come on. Is that it? That's pretty much all I got. I'm hoping somebody has something ranged. Okay. Like archers.
1: <laughs> yeah, like archers. Well,
0: it's almost Cass's turn. But first, it's not Cass's turn. It is now the Grung Lieutenant's turn, the Orange Grung, who is still riding his faithful steed. There is a Castoran in front of him, however. Hi, it's me. You've actually positioned yourself very well for it being a large creature because it really has to, even disengaging, has to really work all the way around you. Just maul him and be done with it. Yeah, like, just
2: run just run him over.
0: If I was a grung commander, that's what I would do. A, the grung saw it hit you square with its poison attack and that it did nothing and that you just stood there and took it and then growled at it, essentially. So it's not like super inclined to try to do that on you again. Most of the other threats around it are not exactly close by. So really it's between is it going to attack you or is it going to keep running?
1: Or is the lizard going to attack? Him?
0: Oh, no, It'll that'll be a part of it. Don't worry. Okay, so what's going to happen is going to stay within your reach, but it's going to circle around you, and as this is happening, the grung is going to make one spear attack against you and its mount is going to make one attack against you. Okay. First, the grung. That is a 15 to hit. Misses. Okay. Now it is... Oops, I don't need this D6. I need something a bit bigger. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Just a little bigger, though. It's a D8. It's going to roll against you again. Twenty-one. That absolutely hits. Okay. You take five points of damage. Five points of damage. Ow. And that is the end of its turn. Kaskrin, what would you like to do?
2: Archers! Forward! <laughs> <laughs> and he directs the archers to fire against the grung The grung lieutenant.
0: Such a cool accidental story thing of Cast being so flustered that he forgets to command. Uh-huh. Seven points of damage. It's just a rain of six arrows. Some hit, some don't. How many? How many points of damage? Seven. What does it look like? <laughs> <laughs> when these arrows take down nice, this nice, leader? Nice.
2: This creature just sort of flanks around Cascran to get in an advantageous position, strikes him, and, and you know the creature grabs him in his claws and is finally like, yes, I can I can do this. And all of a sudden from the trees, a rain of arrows falls down onto the the lieutenant. The first arrow, not to be gruesome, but hits him in a way that it knocks him off balance, hits him in the shoulder, and in that motion, the second one, second arrow, flies through his eyeball, killing him instantly.
0: (laughs) Yep, okay. That is the archers. There's only one combatant left. There is one archer left. It is still beelining. I'm going to say it's a little bit harder shot for you because it's a little far away and still up in the trees, so a little bit of cover, I have no problem you being able to target it. Eldritch Blast. Great. Roll good. That is going to be a 16 to hit. That is a hit.
2: For 10 points of damage. Wow. Dang. Maximum damage. Kaskrin. (laughs) What does it look like when you kill this one? Kaskrin should really just be angry more often. Apparently. Yeah. Barbarian dip. Yeah. Ooh, actually. (laughs) (laughs) He can barely even see it on the edge of his dark vision, but he can just see the briefest motion. He hurls a light javelin at it and then moments later see something falling from the trees thudding against the ground
0: excellent that is the last grung from that combat we are now out of initiative order for the first time in like an hour and 15 minutes of Mm playtime what do you guys do you have a moment, there is that last thud, there's still a little bit of commotion going on, the camp is in front of you, you don't have a great look at it, you're not far, it would be very easy to. How do you all react? What do you do? You know that this is still very a very, very intense situation.
1: Val immediately looks at the other battle to see what's happening, but she might have to take a knee real quick, look at it, while she's resting. Yeah, got it, got
0: it, yep.
2: In that final moment, as the grung falls to the ground, Kaskrin just lets out a battle cry in tune with the the other dwarven woman, and he's just like, ah! Excellent. What's everyone else doing? Checkers is going to go up to the orange grung that is now laying on the ground with a crossbow bolt in its eyeball and just, like, kick him in the head, like, ha, take (laughs) that. And and that's what he does. (laughs) Does does Checkers wear shoes? No, he doesn't wear shoes. Uh, Roll me a constitution saving throw. Fine. 24.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. And he kicks him with the other foot. Hats. Dice. Hats. The dice gods have spoken. You kick, I, I rolled you, you like you a five
2: and a six the whole rest of the time, yep. so this is yeah, what I needed. Yeah, this is where yeah. you so switch dice. 19 die. on the die. Yeah,
0: right. 19 on the die. Right. Uh, Selv, what do you do? Again, this is like all happening right now. This is, we are out of initiative order, but essentially these are still turns to an extent because that is how bang, bang, this is all happening. Selv is going to grab his spear crouch down a little bit not like
3: prone yep but just kind of crouch down listen in the direction of the camp and see if any of the shouts from the grung have have woken up anybody over there or if the the browl has made its way into the camp okay and then uh turn really quickly back to towards val and just
0: say Mm, heal who you can Those of you who turn back to the other battle, you see that it is essentially also over. It seems a little bit more settled. They are regrouping. You actually see that another guardsman has died and is laying down in a similar spot, but they are regrouping. And you can see Giannis is already whispering orders to people to get get together, form up. Again, you can't quite make it out. You're just far enough away and he's not like yelling it or anything Mm. like that and the dwarf has stopped her chanting, they are clearly starting to make a beeline a little bit towards the camp and a little bit towards you guys, splitting the difference, if that makes sense.
1: If Val would have seen people down, she would have sprinted as fast as she could, mechanically double moving, and just gone down like as she's moving, pull out her healer's kit to see if she can stabilize anybody.
0: Yeah, so both of the two... Guards are dead, including the one that Kaskarin saw. So those two are both dead. Everyone else is certainly cut up. You see that the Verdant Wave is feeling okay. The other couple remaining guards are, you know, a variety of cut up, maybe even one of them a little sick, that kind of thing, but they're all doing relatively fine. The Verdant Wave looks at you as you go past, sees that you're going to attend to the wounded and then keeps walking in your guys' general direction. Selv, you are crouching down, and you're just trying to close your eyes and just take in as much sensory information as you can, and you hear a small commotion start in the camp. It's not a whole uproar. You guys were there as there was still a little bit of activity in camp, and it's not quite even to those levels yet, but you are now starting to hear some activity. And after even a moment, you hear strange roar mixed with a bird of prey cry. And that's what you hear. You just see Checkers go like, yeah, <laughs> And then go back
1: to,
2: go back to King. Yeah. But also, he looks over at Selv. Selv, how are you you're looking? Eh. Uh, yeah, okay. he's, about, he's about half. All right. Um, so he's going to come over there and hand you the potion of healing that re- he received from Etchis. And just... I, I do have a second one okay. I can use. Okay, cool. Well then, Val might not. Yeah, Val. Right. How are you doing?
1: Seeing that both of these guardsmen are dead, she is taking a quick second. If they fell awkwardly, place mm-hmm. their bodies in a gentle repose, mm-hmm. kind of, and close their eyes, say a quick prayer, and noting where they are in the forest so she can come back.
0: Who does Val, in those sort of moments, who or what does Val honor or pray to or ask to fairy? What things are you saying and who are you saying them to?
1: She wouldn't be praying necessarily to the god, Mm -hmm. the twin gods of death necessarily, normal times she would probably know the person and like know what God they or right. saint they prayed to. And in this moment, in this rush, she is just praying for peace.
0: Yep. Got it. I love that.
2: I would like to note too, that Castrin is probably with Valeska helping her move these bodies and getting them prepared. And he is staring at kind of Yanis as, as the verdant wave is crossing through just with this cold fury. Yep, But the one thing that he does want to do is get any identifying information, like maybe a badge or some dog tags off of the soldier that
0: fell, the one that he knew, just to take back with him. A few things are going to happen. I'll address it all. First, Giannis and the Verdant Wave and the couple of soldiers who are begrudgingly walking behind them. They take note that you are walking, you're running back that direction, and seeing that you are not running back to the caravan, let you pass without anything, and all start beelining towards the tree line to assess the situation and essentially ignore you as you go deal with these two corpses. You, checkers, and self would obviously see them go, go up that direction. Casgren, yeah, I would say that you'd be able to maybe find some papers or something like that, like a maybe even a letter or something along those lines that would be identifying enough for whoever. Oh, yeah, like a letter that him. he's maybe
2: written for someone back home.
0: Yeah. So you pat it down, you're doing that. After a few moments pass, Selv, you can hear things are starting to ratchet up at the camp. You are hearing a little bit more roaring, you're hearing a lot more squawking, in addition to a little bit of rumblings that were already happening. And so, Selv, you would know that... You don't know at what state they are or how alerted they are or what that means. Just because, again, you're just trying to, like, take in that information. But you know that they are up and running, so to speak.
3: Yeah, so I'll let the others know. It's like, "Mm, the camp
0: is waking up again.
1: And Val is doing this real quick. She's not taking time to... Once they're dead, she's like, peace be with you. Close your eyes. All right, we're going to deal with this. Yeah. And, and then she goes back to Selv and Checker. She will mm. take that second healing potion. Yeah.
0: And that was Checker's yeah. healing potion. No, Val had two. Oh, you uh, had another one. Okay, well, I'll just, I'll just keep it then. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants it.
1: Shove it in my face when I die. <laughs> Ooh. Sweet. Good roll. That's... Two threes plus two and I, I
3: believe I will also take my second healing potion
0: okay Cass, you would probably need to you'd be lingering there a little bit longer than Val does. yeah, what do you do once you're done? Do you head back towards where everyone else is? Kacar takes just
2: another slight moment when it's just him and the body and Valeska's already gone towards the rest of the party just to put his closed fist on his chest as a you know to take a moment of silence Mm -hmm. for a fallen friend. He didn't know him very well, but he knows that his death could have been avoided and he wants to respect that. But otherwise, he doesn't linger too much longer. He takes the paper with him. He takes the letter and then hears the ambient sounds of the the rest of the camp waking up.
0: As you are walking back, you see Giannis is already speaking to his fellow guildmates and is turning to the rest of you. Cass, by the time that you have come up, he's already started, started talking and giving orders. Giannis is saying, we need to strike now. While they're still waking up, I think as long as we are able to kill a critical mass of them, the rest will, will fall and we'll be able to clean up the camp. And I think we just need to keep pressing and they will break his guilders are nodding and the other guardsmen are just kind of there but that is what he's saying and he is telling you we are going now do what you need to do we're wiping this camp out now how do you all react to that
1: val forgetting that she has mind link up is just swearing at him in multiple languages (laughs) not at cast sorry at Giannis. she's not a fan in
0: his in his mind (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, she's for, she's forgetting that mind link is still up with Cass. Got it. So Cass is just hearing her inner monologue. I'm like, fuck this guy. Velasca. Velasca. What? I oh. can't. Sorry.
0: And then she goes back to in her own head, still doing it. Okay. So,
3: so yeah. Uh, so how does Elv, everyone right. else react to this? So uh, Selv will actually turn to Cass
2: and say, "Is this also your assessment?" He's not wrong, but. He does know that there are a pen of other mortals in there. We can't just go in, guns blazing, wipe everything out.
0: Giannis looks at you and finally kind of regarding you, turns and says, yes, I know there are other other assets, but we have a mission and we must execute it. And if there are collateral damage, obviously we'll do our best to avoid it, but we will do what we must. Kaskwin is
2: grinding his teeth at this point. We have a mission, and the mission is to
0: keep these people safe. No. No. Our mission is to keep the Runic Roads safe. It's not about those people in the pens. And who I'm... travels these roads? Cas. <sighs> Fine. Mm. Volume. Fine. That's everyone getting so worked up about. He comes squashing over with like <laughs> your, with yellow grung residues yep. on his foot?
1: Whatever we do, we need to act now and we need to act quietly. And that is a direct message to Cass in his mind.
2: I know, I know. It's just <sighs> fine. The faster we move, the faster we can take out these grung. Mm, yeah, what, what about reconnaissance? Uh...
1: Selv, you were at the camp before. What did you see?
0: I will describe what I saw. Not much would have changed from when Selv was doing reconnaissance. As a reminder, there's the guy who's in charge. Pile of weird bladder stuff. There are fruit. There is the pens. There's a few areas of rampart wall type things. But really, it's still a very partially formed camp. The only other kind of new information that I can think of is that Selv, at the time, you would have known like, There aren't many guards that's kind of thrown out the window uh, as you guys are hearing more and more commotion as the seconds are passing Mm -hmm. and you are hearing more of the screams. And also as a reminder, there is an unconscious baby owlbear sitting essentially next to you guys. Whose mom is elsewhere, (laughs) has been has been pushed elsewhere. Remember that the mortals, they are. Riding will fall unconscious
3: if the contact is removed from the grung. If we can get them all off of their mounts, I know your thorn whip <laughs> can
2: pull things off. Absolutely. And it works 100% of the time. Every, every time, 60% of the time, it works every time, mm-hmm.
1: so. <laughs> Val, at this point, will address the guards and the archers and to say, our targets are the grung not the mortals they are riding. Be sure to aim true. Then turns to Yannis and says, let's go. So, this is for the people at the table and
0: for the listeners at home. I try very hard to be a DM who presents players with NPCs who have ideas. That is just the NPCs this is not Nathan talking, and I know that the people around the table know that because we've been playing together for forever and uh-huh. ever, but I think that's important to say is that this will be a recurring thing that happens, and I really want to stress that I as DM, I try very hard to be like, this is what the NPC says and thinks. It might fuck everything up. It might be bad, and it is up to my play, my lovely players to decide what to do with that information the camera zooms out a little bit and all the sounds quiet down a little bit. You can see Giannis is now starting to point at each of you and give you your orders. You see the guards who are looking a little more shell-shocked by the moment are lined up and put in a formation. You guys are put to the side. Giannis looks at Kaskrin, and you can see him point to a piece of earth where he wants him to stand. And what is the expression on Kaskarin's face as this happens? Don't need to say anything, no lines. What does the what does the the omniscient viewer see as Kaskarin gets this instruction?
2: There is a mix of resignation and anger and disdain, but not at Yanis, at himself. And it's just this... this He's trying so hard not to look defeated as he goes and stands where Yanis is pointed.
0: And that's where we'll end it this week, everyone. Thank you all for listening. This has been another lovely episode of Ruckles Attack.